I would like to start this episode of The Morning After with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews podcast by sharing with you the first ever comment we received on our first YouTube podcast of last week. We're now available on YouTube. Please uh, give it. I think it's an interesting way to watch, too, because you can it's it's more than just hearing us. But the things we'll try to make faces at each other behind the scenes that you can only see on YouTube. It's (laughs) it's worth checking out. We'll post it across all of our social media links. Q104KC. But I hope I'm saying her name right. It's I think it's Gina. It's J-E-A. A-N-A. Oh, I like it. Gina, with yeah. a little okay. sass behind it. Gina commented, it just looks like she watched us on YouTube, I think the day we released our, our first video. She says, I've listened to your podcast since you started in September. I've loved every episode. Aww. Now that you're on YouTube, it's even better. Love you guys. Love Q104. Shouts out to Gina! Gina! New favorite human being. I appreciate it. We'll take it. We'll send you that money in the mail that we send everybody no, who pays us. No, but in we're silly, but really thank you. I mean, that kind of stuff means a lot. I am a big believer in the power of a kind word. I mean, you know, you ever have a day you're not feeling very cute and someone's like, you look nice today. Or, you know, you got a new shirt on. You're kind of hoping somebody notices and someone compliments you. I don't know. It feels good. A compliment feels nice. I, neither one of you have, have complimented the, the nice jacket I'm wearing today because you don't know why it's significant. And that's okay. I do. Well, because. Well, because he told us. I did. I did. did. Today, as we record this podcast on Wednesday, January 13th, today is day one of of a shortened NHL hockey season. Hey. Let's go Blues. Yay. All right, GP. All right, so I'm the only one clapping there, and that's that's fine. But no, I'm a hockey nut, and I'm very excited. The professional hockey, like the... Professional hockey of the highest level uh, returns today. 9.30 start time, though. So I'm not going to lie. Tomorrow's morning show is going to be garbage on my end. So just so you're prepared okay. for that. Well, it's dry January. So how's that going? Will you be partaking in beverages while you uh, do whatever you do with hockey? <laughs> I will not. I will say, uh, you know, we, dry January was one of my New Year's resolutions uh, just because we did that wine advent calendar in December. And it was a lot. Well, <laughs> so, that is a lot. Yeah. And it's too much. So Mrs. Keller and I agree. Like I had brought that up to her, and she was like, I am down for this rodeo. And uh, I will say, over the weekend, uh, I did partake. We had, we, uh, we had seen some friends that we hadn't seen in a couple months. I had a couple of very frosty, delicious Boulevard KC Pilses with a little squeeze of lemon in there. Mm-hmm. Extra, Ooh, extra lim- flavor. You know, lemon or lime, it sets a beer off. Like, I had a Miller Lite with a lime in it, and I said... What is this? Right. Welcome to my world. Been doing that. I feel like I started that trend in this room. <laughs> and it's because it, with the uh, with with the the regular domestic beers, you know, your, your most common beers, whichever one you prefer, be it the from the Miller family or the Anheuser family. I do think a lime goes better in there. But when you get into the hazy beers, like I like I like. I don't like dark beers, but I like hazies, I like Hefeweizens and the and the things like that. I do prefer a lemon over a lime in those beers. I don't know. The like, only other citrus that I will do is a Blue Moon, and you have to put an orange in it. Of course. And I feel like if you don't put the orange in it, why are you even drinking it? Because yes. it's just not that good. Somebody gave me a Blue Moon at the bar the other day, and they didn't give me an orange. And, you know, who I was with, they were like, where's the orange? And I'm like, where is the orange? Like I got... I felt like a part of my soul was missing while well, I took a sip, sure. and I didn't even think about it. I'm like, what's so wrong with me? Blue Moon has um, a lighter beer, and it's called Light Sky. Yeah. I always want to call it Blue Sky, which would have been a smarter name because it's Correct. Blue Moon, but it's Light Sky. Anyway, it has like tangerine peel in it. It's not for everybody, but if you like a Blue Moon with orange, you might like that. It's very light, but what's crazy is when if you pour it in a glass, at the, at the bottom of the glass, there you can actually see the little particles of tangerine peel. Now, what you do on beers like uh, what's that? What's that uh, Anheuser product? Shock Top, Shock Top. They have constructions, instructions on the bottle to where you're supposed to pour the beer 
into it, but not all of it. Leave the bottom of there, put it on its side, and roll it back and forth, and then that kind of mixes all that, you know, at the bottom of it, and then pour it in there. You know what? That's actually a really good idea. I yeah, could probably do that with the uh, light sky. Yeah. Huh. There you go. Life tip. Huh. I uh, really appreciate this extended beer conversation as I'm trying to partake in dry January. <laughs> no. You guys are great no, friends. But let me tell you. All right, <laughs> let's friends. talk resolutions. <laughs> I love it. You know, I uh, I am an all or nothing mentality gal. And so when it comes to eating right and exercising, which was one of my resolutions, you know, I was killing it for the first week or whatever of the new year. And then the weekend comes and I have to remember it's okay to allow yourself to have some enjoyment in life. No one can be on a diet or a, you know, hardcore health plan all the time. I just don't think that's healthy. I don't think that's normal. And I can say that to you, but this weekend, as I was partaking in tacos and Andy's frozen custard and all the things. That's my partner. You know, you know, then, but Monday, but I get right back on board Monday, right back on track. And I've got to let, I've got to give myself approval to do that. Do you know what? Does that make sense? Cause I'm all or nothing. And I feel like I'm killing everything by, you know, having fun on the weekend. I've got to remember it's okay to do that. It makes a lot of sense. And I think a lot of people did what Mrs. Keller and I did this year and partaking in the dry January. And then it was January 6th. It was a week ago today that the incident at the United States Capitol happened. Ugh. And so uh, one of the one of the, the the lighthearted side of that story, everyone was kind of saying, you know, well, if you partook in dry January, it's a guilt-free day. You can drink your socks off. And, and a lot of people were saying that, yep, there goes my dry January. And look, with the news that day, or in my case, this last weekend when you partake, hey, look, if you break it a rule for a day, that's fine. But, but I think the, the part of it that I don't like and I think I disagree with is that, well, it's January 6th. I've ruined my dry January. I guess I'm just done for the month. Like, no, 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 no. Allow yourself the mistake. Yes. But if, if you tell yourself at the beginning of the month, don't if you if you don't go 31 for 31 on your days, that's OK. But what's more important, if, if you give up on the 6th. That, that ruins the point of it. If you, if you, let's say you fail drinking on the sixth, and like, or me, I did like that Saturday and Sunday. Okay, so maybe I get 28 out of 31 days dry. That's still very good. That's what I'm saying, though. But with that all or nothing mentality, which I have, you know, I have to almost train myself to say it's okay. Another example is spending money. I told you I didn't want to spend any silly money. I just wanted to, you know, try to save as much as I can. Right. Well, I went to Target over the weekend because I actually needed something. I forget what it was, but I needed it. And then, of course, I saw the Morgan Wallen double album on vinyl and you know I got a record player for Christmas and so I was like oh this would be very cool to have so I bought it it was like 40 bucks yep. and it was a very unnecessary purchase and I kind of got mad at myself but then I thought about it here I am you know midweek I have not spent any stupid money this week that was my weekend purchase I don't know I just have to it's all about balance I think mm-hmm. life is just about balance how does that vinyl sound crackling on the record player mm. with a little Morgan Wallen voice in the background it's so good it really is it's a great album but I'm loving this record player it makes me so happy what I said before that's work expense yes because we're sitting here we even got our very own Mike Keller here to admit that he likes a song in the new album from Morgan Wallen even the day before you said not a big fan of it you found yeah. something you like work expense and even our Tammy Jean uh Afternoon DJ here, TJ. She actually, when she was really into the working out, would take a couple days off. Tammy Jean was like, hey, I ain't 
something I shouldn't have yesterday came in. She's like, I'm back on it today. See, so back on, that's it. It's all about ebbs and flows, peaks and valleys, but not real big peaks and valleys. You know, a little bit here and there. What, like the two months I took off for the holidays where I just <laughs> didn't girl. give a F? Yeah. That was, uh, let, let, I want to bring it back to what you just talked about there. Uh, a couple, or yesterday on the show, we did a segment called Unpopular Opinions, and it's exactly what it sounds like. I get nervous bringing mine up sometime. And it's, I always, I, every time we do it, I always question, okay, should I really do this? So, I mean, like, literally my profession is a country radio DJ. My job is to promote country music within the Kansas City metro area, right? That's one of my jobs. Right. Uh, So I do get nervous when I share an opinion, especially a, not controversial, but an unpopular one about, like, Morgan Wallen right now is just a huge, huge star. Right behind Luke. I'd say Luke Combs is one, and then Morgan Wallen is a very close 1A, not even a 2. But he's so huge right now, and for whatever reason... I'm just I, I like it, but I don't I don't think I love it with the same amount of passion that a lot of people do, and I almost feel bad that I do. And but, but I brought it up on the radio, and I'm and I'm glad I did because I think it shows kind of an honest side of us. Like we'll, we'll tell you when we're not feeling something, even if we disagree. But I will say I did. I, I was walking the dog, and I found a song Silverado for sale, and, and that's what I needed. I just needed that one song. You I had to rope the, you in because that's how I got into country music. I didn't like country growing up as a kid. Right. Then I discovered Brad Paisley's uh, "I'm Gonna Miss Her," and I thought that was hilarious. And so, and that's then I heard like a little Keith Urban that got me, and like that's how I got. And now it's my favorite genre of music. So mm-hmm. it's just it's all about finding that one song that brings you in. And I think with that song, with Silverado for Sale, that's gonna be the song that slowly drags me onto the bandwagon that I want to be on. Like he's coming for a big concert in September. Hopefully, I think it'll happen. And like I, I want to be as jazzed up for everybody else. And I think that'll be another thing, too. When I see him live, for me, that's what really makes me click with oh, an artist is when I see definitely. him live. I, I'll be real with you. And an extremely unpopular opinion. I haven't done it on the air. But Luke Combs is that guy for me. He is, like you said, number one. But, but, it's, but I don't want anyone to be like mad at me for that. Because we all have something that calls out to us. The kind of country I like, that's just kind of not the country I like. Does sure. that make sense? Um, and, and again, I can appreciate a couple of his songs. But... There are some people that would give a limb to go see him in concert or meet him backstage or right. whatever it is. And I know he just doesn't. It's the Morgan Wallen for you is the Luke Combs for me. But what I love is that we can have different opinions yeah. and respect each other. And it's OK. And I, I hope our audience appreciates that we are honest with them. But like, hey, I'm going to play this song for you because I know I know you love it. Me, I'm not into it, but that doesn't mean I think it's bad, right? They're like, they're like, but but we're real people who have opinions that aren't the same. Well, and use the example of Eric Church. Now, you give me Eric Church, and I am, I mean, I'll pro- if we get to meet him, you guys think I think have, but I have not. And if I get to meet him, I mean, I will cry. It will be ugly. It'll be stupid. You'll be embarrassed. You won't. Even, you'll pretend you don't know me. But do you see how that for me? And I know there are a lot of people that love country music, but that's that's not their guy. Right. We've got so. to make this happen. Oh, it'll be I so embarrassing. I want to be there so bad. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you, I goober out. I, it's funny because I, I don't, for you know, for the most part, I keep it cool, whatever. But, man, there are those artists that I straight up mm-hmm. goober. Yeah. I, uh, I don't believe I've met Eric. I, have not. I thought you had. I don't. I don't believe I have. He I is one of those had. guys, and almost like on the Sam Hunt scale. I know they're not the same musically or whatever, but, I mean, like the availability is very short. And limited. 
It's because so. Eric's an introvert. Like he's gonna yeah. talk to the he's gonna talk to the big dogs of the radio station. We're like as far as like as far as importance, we're like the most important people on the radio station, oh, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously. But, but we're not in management and in music decision making. Like he'll talk to the music decision makers, not like you know the the rock stars, which are which are us. So being the <laughs> introvert that he is, he should really appreciate someone like me. Oh my God, Eric, I love you. You're my favorite. And he'll be like, get, get away. away from me. The security <laughs> guard just steps right in between you two. Okay. Oh, it's gonna be <laughs> ugly. That. I am excited for that moment. Though. I hope I hope it gets to happen. It's very interesting that you say that because. Luke Holmes is really inspired by Eric, so he kind of draws from that. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of artists that I've I've listened to their podcasts, or listen to them talking about now the newer ones. They said they weren't in a country like Hardy is a perfect example. He said I like John Mayer and I like the the different rap and the rock and all that. And growing up, and he, li- and he was Mississippi boys in a real country, but he didn't like country music. He just lived it. He said the song that really got him into uh, country is Eric Church's Homeboy, and he was mm-hmm. like, if that's country music. I can write that. But see, that's where a lot of people, you know, you know, I came from the pop station down the hall, and a lot of people think like, oh, I can't listen to you because I don't like country. And I always want to tell these people, have you listened to it lately? Because I don't, I think some people think that country music is what it was many moons ago, and it's just not. I mean, it's... Yeah. Ask any traditional country yeah, music exactly. fan. They'll tell you how much they hate what we play. 100%. I have a good friend that that's exactly how he feels. He is not here for any of this new stuff. But that's okay. Again, yeah. that's okay. We don't all have to like the same thing. But I always tell people who, you know, just straight up love pop and that's it. I'm like, mm, don't say you don't like country till you try. We can give them a list of artists to try. Whatever. Our neighbors down at Mix 93, all they're doing is playing. Like, I can give you half their playlist right now. Marin Morris. Sam Hunt, Kelsey Ballerini, Dan and Shay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like, yeah, Gabby Barrett, Gabby Barrett, and Gabby Barrett. Don't, don't, need, don't need, need nobody. There we go. Um, but I, I love this this conversation on country music, and I am happy that I finally discovered like that Morgan Wallen song that I don't just like. I love that song. That's Silverado for sale. That one hit me in the soul, and I'm happy. I'm also happy because of the reason. I finally discovered it because I needed something to do because I, I, I've also made the resolution to start walking a little more and uh, take the dogs out for a walk just to get myself moving a little bit. Well, you were funny. You're like, Jenny, you came in one day. You're like, I realized all I really do is sit. And it's easy to get roped into that. Mm-hmm. It is. No, it's to the point where I had like back pain that isn't even... It get it got past the point of ha you're old you have back pain right. like it it wasn't even like joking back pain anymore I was like okay this is actually kind of serious and so since I've started walking it's gone I never I even went to the I said I was gonna make a chiropractor appointment never did just started walking you know, and I'm funny. fine I did go to the chiropractor for like twelve different sessions and I mean I do I enjoy getting adjusted it right. feels really good and it's and I do think he it helps with a lot of things but fact is once I got back on my exercise you know routine which I for two months. I bailed over the holidays. Right. Um, and you know, it's funny. Like, I thought that I was having a really good time living that way, but I really wasn't. I feel you have more energy. I feel better when I'm moving. Yeah. Exercising, but eating bad, that's a good thing. Well, you like pizza, oh, beer, I, but again, wings. You know what, though? But I was so grossing myself out because I was so overindulging that I wasn't really enjoying it anymore. I will tell you this. So now that I'm on the really clean eating kick, Monday through Friday, I'm, I'm 99% good. Yeah. You know, it honestly made the Andy's frozen custard taste better on Saturday when oh, I had yeah. it. It made the pizza or whatever we had, tacos, mm-hmm. taste better because you're just... It's a treat. It really is a treat at that point. Yeah. I'm, I'm grateful that I found the motivation in 2021 to, like I said, I'm not going to go to the gym and lift weights. That's not me. Not yet. But, Don't say never, say but, never. But just walking the dog. And I know it's good for my dogs, too. Like, I'm happy yeah. that I'm walking them around. Like I'm, I'm just happy. But I did run into a bit of an issue that I'd like to bring up. <laughs> so, 
It is my understanding that when you are exercising in any capacity, this could be whether you're at the gym, I think even more at the gym, but even when you're just walking the dogs in the neighborhood like I do, when you have something on your ears, be it headphones, AirPods, earbuds, whatever you have to where you listen to music in your ear, when you're passing by somebody in the gym or they're walking and they have AirPods or earbuds in their ear, that is that is a an unwritten rule, a signal that I'm going to give you a friendly hello. I'm going to give you a wave. Hey, good morning. Hey, good afternoon. Right. And that's it. That's it. The first or second time I ever went on this endeavor of walking the dogs. All right. I'm walking my dog, Dolly, and I'm like almost done. And there's this woman. This is probably an older woman. She's probably in her 60s. She uh, is, you know, we're, we're about to cross paths walking the other way. And uh, so, so I give a, 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 a hello, kind of a head nod from a bit of a distance. And she makes sure to stop and like waves me down as I get closer. And I'm like, <laughs> because here's the thing. Me as the younger gentleman, I can't be rude. I cannot blow this woman no, off. That, of that would be not. that would be so incredibly rude. Sure. And I'm not that rude person. So I <laughs> Okay. So I so I, you know, I put put the smile on, I take my AirPods out, I say, Hey, you know, hey, how are you? And she just wants to talk about the Australian Shepherd. So she walks by the backyard of my house and her normal walk all the time. So she recognized my dog Dolly. And she's like, and and here's how she starts the as if she's already interrupted me with the earbud pulling out. <laughs> then she starts the conversation by saying, "So I recognize you live on this street, right? Because I recognize your dog." I said, "Yeah, we're right over there." And she's like, "So is she just not that friendly?" Oh snap! <laughs> and let me take a line from Tater the producer. I said, "Excuse me." I'm like, "Are you kidding? Like what a you what know, a rude way to start a conversation." There's a thing. There's the mama bear thing. I think you had the papa bear thing. Like, don't, say, don't, what about my child? Don't talk about baby girl Dolly like that. We will have an issue. <laughs> and I said, no, why would you say that? And she's like, well, you know, because I'll see her on the fence line. I'm like, sure. And she's like, and I, and I, you know, she she runs along and plays with my dog, as dogs do. Right. She'll run along the fence and kind of bark a little because that's what dogs do. And she and I and I and I tell the dog all the time, I say, if you would just let me pet you, you'd like me. And I'm like, well, that doesn't mean she doesn't like you. She's like, well, I just want to pet her. I'm like, and I'm, I don't want to get into the, the nuts and bolts of the woman explaining how the mindset of an Australian <laughs> Shepherd is a very energetic dog. It is not a dog that wants to be pet. The dog wants to work. The dog wants to play. It wants to it, it wants to always move. It doesn't lay around and want to be pet. That's Plus, not that breed. Whatever breed it is anyway, it's your backyard. And my guess is that it's just a little possessive of your backyard Ooh, also. And you know. Yeah. And I said, so, but I'm, I'm being polite about it. I'm like, well, no, it's not that, like, I only really get to pet her at bedtime when it's time to, to settle down and, ke- to, and cuddle. I'm like, what she really wants, if you want to be her best friend, you bring a ball and you throw it in the yard for her. Then she'll, because that, that's just what she wants to do. She's not a, we'll try to pet her in the middle of the day and she'll back off and then she'll run and go get a toy and say, what, you want to play? Right. Like, but to start out a conversation with, so mm. your dog isn't really the nicest dog? I'm, I'm like, Oh, no, you didn't. Girl, you would not talk about my baby girl Dolly like that. It's almost like uh, your car's not the nicest in the world, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> and you again, what? she didn't mean anything by it. But it's just or the com- did she? No, she didn't. <laughs> I'm kidding. But it's just the, the, the combination of one, you see my earbuds, but you still made me stop to take them out. Plus, you start the conversation with, so your dog's not the friendliest Ooh, dog in the world? Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of... I don't really want to be neighborly with you anymore. I think she had a bone to pick with you. Uh-huh. Oh! Yeah. I, I She'd have kept it up. Things have got a little rough. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah. <laughs> barking up the wrong tree. Barking right, the, barking up the wrong tree. I just think that she was really aggravated about that, and she was like, there's that guy and that dang dog right there. I'm going to go there and talk to him. Well, she, well, can well, walk on, why, she can walk on the other side of the street then. Yeah, I don't care. Don't bark at her next time. Act crazy. You could uh, have that situation, or you could have one like I had yesterday. I was walking my larger dog. I have two, my Boston Terrier, and then my boxer, Oscar, who's a huge, he's a beast. And uh, this guy that I see all the time, <laughs> I hope he's not listening. I'm going to feel really bad. He's kind of just a weird dude. But he's always walking his German Shepherd. Nice enough person. But usually we just do the friendly wave. And then, of course, the dogs want to kill each other for five seconds. And then we move on. It's just the way it is. Right. Well, I saw him yesterday. And we were a little closer than we normally are. Usually we're on opposite sides of the street. We were, we were a little closer. He was behind me on the sidewalk. And so, of course, Oscar's like going nuts, like trying to get at the German Shepherd. And so the guy just kind of like creepily was like, you know, we could just walk them side by side. We could walk together. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay, no, because um, I'm listening. That's to- how you said it. Well, yeah, I kind of did. You know what? I learned something from Oprah Winfrey many years ago. She had a show where she talked about the power of saying no. If you don't want to do something, don't do it. I was a people pleaser for such a big portion of my life. You have no idea. And I started learning the power of no, and it's pretty awesome. You don't owe anybody anything if I don't want to do it. And I mean, really, if the old me would have been like, okay, and then been uncomfortable with this potential killer next to me with his dog, right. and I didn't want to do it. So I said, so I literally just like, nah. Not going to do that. And I put my ear thing back in and I just kind of waved and Good I on kept you. going. Yeah. I'm like, Good and, if he, and if he doesn't like it, screw him. Screw him. Who yeah. cares? No, and I don't want to sound like a jerk. I mean, I was friendly and whatever, but I was like, nah. Hold, no. And that's not even the, that's not even the craziest story of your walk week. Because you had to take oh, your dog. Yes. Yeah, you had to, that oh Oscar, the, Oscar the boxer, that poor boy had to go to the doggy hospital. He did. Well, and that could have been in the back of my mind also yesterday because I thought the last thing we need here is another dog scuffle. Because Saturday, it was cold. I was proud of myself. I know you've taken a walk in the in the cold. You know, it was like 30 degrees. 36 and windy. And I walked little Hank. A, 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 we have this little circle that we can walk in. It's almost exactly a mile. Yeah. And, 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 we, and we did. And you did. I did the same thing. And I bundled up and whatever. So we were, it was such a nice walk and so we're nearly to the house and two the neighbor has two dogs and the dogs were out and the one you know Oscar always likes to go over for a sniff I mean we do you have to understand we've done this walk the same path hundreds of times right. so it's not like this dog is anything new he goes to sniff the dog and the dog ain't having it the dog I don't know I don't know if it was a, a paw or a teeth but bit Oscar in the eye and I didn't even realize what had happened except Oscar kind of cowered and we started walking like towards our house and um, I just I looked down at him because he was moving really slowly and it looked like he was crying blood I mean he just had bloody that sounds awful but just bloody tears just right. coming down his face it was really scary because I didn't know if it was his eyeball or what and you're an overreactor anyway so I can only imagine what's going through your head at this point you want to know something though this is what I actually funny you should mention that because I am an overreactor and I think of every bad thing that could happen and I'm anxious and I panic and whatever man I am calm in the face of crisis I was like it's okay I got down on my hands and knees I was like it's fine I was helping him I get home I Julianne was the only one home at the time. My daughter is 10. She comes out. I get her down to the garage. She's hysterical. I mean, crying and freaking out. And I was like, listen, you're going to hold him. I'm going to go inside. I'm going to get some wipes. Da, da, da. Anyway, I handled it, right? And then I did take him to the emergency vet because I, I thought it might be his eyeball. But I was proud of myself. In the face of crisis, I did well. So just, And that's awesome. Just to be yeah. clear, it was not his eyeball. It was, it was not. Just... It was his lid. And again, I don't know if it was teeth or claws or I don't know what got him, but he got him pretty good. He's on some, you know, antibiotic eye drops and stuff. Dang. 
Poor guy. I know. I, I feel know. bad for the for the yeah. pooch. See? See this exercise. And you say it's all sunshine and rainbows. I've got a neighbor saying that my dog's mean. You're getting old creepy guys saying you want to walk you together. Wa- <laughs> my neighborhood is a wild place to be. You're, and then you got a dog taking a trip to the ER. Now I'm thinking I may just suffer the back pain and sit in my basement all I day. I know. It's a lot easier. It really is. Maybe I'll get a Peloton. Yeah, well, I'm doing that, too, and I do love it. Oh, I'm, there's something you good. brought up whenever you uh, saw the lady and you kind of nodded at her. At the gym, we have, like, I, I think there's an etiquette. Maybe it's everywhere you go, but the head nod up, upwards, is what up? What up, right? What up? The sure. one down, I think, is a little bit more respectful. Like, How you doing? Going, more, more of a hello. Uh, hello, ma'am. For, for, nice, I, nice I, muscles you got there. Yeah, right? Right. So, <laughs> let's, so, let's, the, let's, so let's set this etiquette. A, a head nod up is what up, yeah. and, a, and, a, and a downward head nod is a hello. Yeah, I think it's more polite. I think that sure. I think you know that maybe the younger people, you know, you know, head nod out. What up, man? What you doing? Yeah, you know, like you know each other, and like the head nod. Down. So I always do it at the gym. I already know who like who this person thinks I am whenever they give me the head nod. Mm-hmm. Hey, so pay attention to that more whenever you're walking around. Like if somebody's gonna give you a head nod, what kind of head nod is it? You know. My thing at the actual gym gym is the, I've talked about this, the the close talkers. I had a girlfriend that I would, I tried to work out when she wasn't there. I liked this girl so much, but I tried to, be, to get there when she wasn't there because she had no concept of personal space. Like at the gym, not for nothing, but I mean, you're that feeling your freshest, right? A little sweaty. Yeah, everybody's sweaty at the gym yes. or, they're, or they're, you know, some people are uncomfortable. And the last thing you want to do is make somebody even more uncomfortable. And you said this lady gets a little too close. A little too close. Like uncomfortably close. You know, we all have that. I don't know. What would you say the space is? Maybe, you know, there's there's a certain amount of space where it's comfortable. And then like someone can just go uh, just an inch further and you're like, "Mm, you're in my personal space. It was just weird. And I would back up. I would find myself backing up into gym equipment (laughs) and banging and like the equipment because I was trying to back up. And then as I would back up, she would just keep coming toward me. I'm like, what is your problem? I, I don't understand that. Like. Look, everybody's different. Some people don't grasp certain social cues, yes. social hints, yes. and I and, and I and I know that I'm supposed to just understand that. No, I don't I understand know. that. How in the <laughs> hell do you not feel the awkwardness of when you stand too close some, to somebody, especially? In these challenging times? No, but for real, it is challenging times. I'll even find that at the grocery store. And look, I, you know, I think we all started out kind of a little loosey-goosey about like, oh, okay, like, we, you know, with the pandemic or whatever. But now I've gotten to where, no, if I'm at the grocery store, I want, I kind of want you to stand on the sticker that's six feet behind me. I mean, I want that space. And there's some people that just don't, they don't get it. Yeah, and They'll get we, right up on you. They would, yeah, walk right up behind you. Now, I will say, I think a cart length is enough. Sure, sure. So if they have a cart, then there's that natural barrier anyway. But if you're going self-checkout with six items, and somebody stands right behind you, and you can feel your their breath, breath on your on neck. You, I know. Hey, respect the distance. That's right. Maybe That's a right. romantic and fart it. Funny you should bring there up farting. Go. Can I transition? <laughs> oh, great. I've got something to talk about here. Jenny, you farted? Not in front of us <laughs> yet. No. I'm so wet. You know, we've known each other over a year, and you haven't let one rip in front of us I'm yet. I'm never going to do that in I front of you. I am so mad. Like, we both have tooted in here, and there's been times where the, the Febreze has been almost used entirely <laughs> to get it out, and you, and you haven't. Yeah, I've let some bombs out it's in here. It's never going to happen in here. I am, you know, my husband can definitely attest to the fact that it does happen, but it, it is not going to happen in here. Well, now hold on. Now, why? Because you've said before that the only reason it hasn't is because you're more of an evening tutor. I am. Now, I'll tell you why. Um, I In the morning, all I have is my little protein bar, and I have my three waters, and my system is so pure when I'm in here. But by the end of the day, I mean, Lord knows <laughs> what's going on. I just... I. I I would really like to hear what you got. 
Okay, so <laughs> how many of these common gross behaviors are you willing to admit to? Now, we're all pretty open and honest. I mean, we don't, we keep it real. Right. So for podcast sake, we'll go, you, you name it, and then we'll go around the room. Yeah. Uh, and and we'll, we'll say, we'll see if we admit to this. Now, number one. Okay. Do you pick your nose when no one's around? Yes. And I, you know what? I thought about this the other day, actually. I was in my car and I had one real deep in there, in the cavern. Oh, oh boy. Way deep. Mm-hmm. And I got pudgy fingers. These nostrils <laughs> are not that big. And I was way up in there. I Only the pinky get back in there. And some dude drove up next to me at the stoplight. <laughs> and I'm knuckle deep yeah. up in there. And I turn and I look at him and I go, I gave him that nod up. What up? What up? <laughs> what up? <laughs> what up? And he was like, yep. He kind of goes, yep. Been there. And I and I eventually got it. So, yeah. I will be willing to tell you that, yes, uh, that has happened to me this morning, actually, on my way in. I had an itch on my nose, and I was like, oh, there's like a clump in there. So I just, I did. I just went to town. How did you dark. dispose of said boogie boogie? I have tissues in the car, but sometimes the tissue just doesn't cut it. Like, sometimes you got to get the finger up in there. God, that's gross. This is disgusting. My name is Mike Keller. I pick my nose. And if I'm at home... Digging that boogie out, mm-hmm. and I get a good one. You know the ones that you can roll around oh, in your gross. finger until they make a nice, perfect sphere? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> turns out, turns out, little Hank loves boogers, so Shut I just up. feed them to him. I'm going to throw up. Hank loves boogers. Is this the dog that likes eating turds, too? No, Dolly likes eating poop, oh, but Hank's likes oh. eating boogers. <laughs> boogers like, I've, I've tried, like I've tried to give Dolly boogers, and she's like, okay. Like She doesn't mind them, but Hank, like his his tail wags, and his oh. mouth, he's like, <laughs> and he instantly sits like when a dog gets a begging strip. He loves boogers. That's, he he prefers, sees you digging, and he oh walks over like, so hey, man, disgusting. what he, up? He prefers the spherical boogers, <laughs> but he's not opposed to a slimy one. If it is a little red, I'll throw that one away, oh, though. We draw I the line of blood. I immediately regret bringing this, this up. All right, ridiculous. what's next? Well, 93% yeah. of people say that, yeah, they do pick their nose when no one's around. How about this, though? 43% have eaten it before. I know when I was little, I ate a booger, because right. I think everybody does. My right. son, oh, he's going to be so embarrassed, eight years old. He doesn't just eat boogers. He loves them. <laughs> that is so gross. It is gross, but when I tell you, I have told him a million times, like, don't eat your boogers. That's disgusting. He just shrugs his shoulders and eats it anyway. I mean, he Attaboy. really genuinely, I can tell you, enjoys eating his that boogers. That makes me want to puke. I've never I eaten know. a booger in my life. Oh, oh when you were oh. a kid, you did. No, I never did. What? Every kid I mean, I chewed booger. my toenails. That's the worst ah! thing I ever did in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my flexible days. Hey, we, uh, I have, I do have one real quick about boogers. I have a, my brother-in-law is 17 years old and mm. he, that kid has the largest boogers I've ever seen. Mm. Like, he doesn't do it often. Like, we'll go up there for Christmas and he'll pull one out. Okay, I can't. And you can, like, I mean, it, I, I, like there have been, like, three different occasions where we say, oh, that looks like Rhode Island or that looks like Massachusetts. Like, they're so big and detailed. They're so big and detailed. They look like the outline of a state. We had Kansas once. It was actually very impressive. I'm going to just... This is only question one. Let's go. I know, I know. And this is nasty. This is nasty. Okay. In the bathroom, do you ever skip the hand-washing thing because you're just too lazy? Now, I will say at home, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'll just be real with you. Mm -hmm. At home, yeah. But I I promise you, at work, 100% wash my hands every single time or in public. Are we talking about number one or number two? Oh, I'm thinking. See, I'm thinking yeah, number we're one. Thinking number one. Yeah. Oh, if, if there's number two, I mean, that's that's uh, non-negotiable. Right. Always to, a hand you wash. You have to yeah. wash your hands at so, number two. Yeah. Yeah. Pre-COVID, 
pre-COVID, I'll, I, you know, I'm going to admit, I was I was never a an after pee hand washer anywhere. Now, at work, yes, you were at no, work. No, not at work. Stop no, it! That means I touched your genitals every time I touched a light Whoa. switch around here. Gross! Whoa. You did what? You no, because we we now, talked about this at length, especially at home. At n- length. Now, <laughs> now at home, at home and at work, pee and poo. It is go to the bathroom. Wash hands with soap and then Germex at the end. Right. Ugh, the a double right whammy. Now. So grossed okay. out by this conversation. I'm literally sanitizing. Tater. Uh, I can't believe you said genitals. What a word. I know. That. Uh, after number two, I always wash my hands. Yes. Number one, it's it varies. I mean, where at I'm home, at, what's going yeah, on? I know. Yeah, you know. I mean, that sounds gross to be at home yeah. and not do it, but I don't. Really I mean, it is, it is kind of weird, and we've had this conversation before, where we know somebody here at the radio station. We there's. Proof by multiple people that this person does not. Saw Mike this morning. witnessed it today. Yeah. Happened again this morning. I was in there and this person walked in. Not only didn't wash, didn't flush. That's so didn't flush disgusting. The I mean, are you six years old? That is awful. Didn't. All right, let's move on. We, we've already, we, we just sanitized. No, we covered some. that last week. We covered that last All week. Right. Let's I move on. Some. Have you ever soiled yourself? Not when you were a baby, but I'm talking as an adult. Uh, yeah. Have you... <laughs> <laughs> this happened, happened the other day. I had to throw my shorts away. Shut up. I had to go number two, but I was downstairs making oh dinner. I didn't want to walk away from it, and I sneezed so hard. And I was not wearing <laughs> boxers, and these shorts went directly into the trash. Not a whole lot got in there. I was not happy at all. Nice That's shorts. Laughing. Were they your golf shorts? No, they were my pineapple shorts I bought from Walmart. They're kind of like yellow and pineapple ones. Kind of goofy looking ones. <laughs> but I like wearing them. You know, I'd, I'd get out of the shower and not put on boxers. I'd just put on those shorts and wear them around. Nope, not anymore. They're in the trash. They're gone. I told you guys the story about... It, it, I, number two, no. I don't think I've ever pooped my pants. Oh my but, gosh. But um, I told you guys the story, right? Or did I tell it on the podcast? I don't know. I was at Nordstrom shopping with my when my daughter was in her a newborn. <laughs> and the long story short, because I think I've told it on another podcast, but the long story short is that um, I, as a new mom, man, everything's just not quite right down there. And I mean, I had to pee and I knew I wasn't going to make it to the bathroom. There's no way. Plus, I would have had to have gotten her all you know, situated and get the get out of the dressing room, whatever. So I took one of her diapers and I peed in the diaper in the dressing room. And when I tell you, you know, you think a baby diaper with pee is heavy? Try adult woman pee. It weighed 7,000 pounds. <laughs> and so I had to find a trash can in the middle of the mall and I was like, <laughs> through this diaper. Let, let me say this. And I oh. think, I think a lot, I think men listening to this podcast will maybe appreciate this more. But if, if, if you're going to drink and you're going to drink beer Uh-oh. and beer, you know, with beer, I have to pee every five minutes. I'm oh. an every five minute pee. It's just the yep. way it is. Yeah. I'm just saying, if, if you're going to drink beer, you're going to drink a lot of beer, don't wear khakis. Oh, Can I get an true. amen? Because, man, if, if, if you let one little dribble drip, if you don't give it enough shaky shake, there is just a... There is a piss spot right there in the middle of your crotch. <laughs> and it grows. And it, yeah. Even the smallest bit, it just like absorbs <laughs> like a dang there, towel. There's the splatter like, and then the expand. Of, and it's you like, can just watch uh, it. You're like, oh my goodness. Happened to me at both a Royals and a Chiefs game. And I'm just like, dang it. So you have to kind of like, you walk around for, for a couple minutes just so, so it dries out. Yeah, and I've got, luckily, I, I do have the khaki shorts now that are the, 
Like they they say uh, it's for sweat, like yeah. the quick drying, and I'm like, yeah, it's for sweat. That's what it's dryer. for. Uh, yeah. it. Very uncomfortable. All right, but do I you, can't believe you brought this game up, Jenny. Do, I just have a couple more here. Um, do you ever pee in the shower? And I am 100 percent yes, every daily, day. every day. Why not? Yeah. Listen, I've and I'm not kidding. I had a friend say he he pooped in the shower and stomped on it down the drain. I think he lied. That's weird. But if somebody has ever done that and is listening right now. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, you nasty. That's you nasty. The shower is not, my, you, know, uh, you know, my mother-in-law, big, big anti-shower peer, like thinks it's thinks you're oh, gross no. if you pee in the shower, and I, I'm like, I don't. Understand. I was on a radio morning show years ago, and this was actually something that came up because I off-air had mentioned that I do that. I don't know why it came up, and the guys on the show with me thought it was completely disgusting. And this is men, because I, I think men especially would think. I mean, you guys will pee anywhere. That's, I mean, I just can't believe a guy true. with... They were disgusted. They thought I was like the grossest human being. I'm oh. going, I think more people do it than you realize. Yeah, it sounds... Yeah, you didn't work with real men then. That's uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Finally, have you ever popped someone else's zit? Absolutely, 100% yes. My husband's back is my favorite place to go. really is. I don't understand the obsession with you pimple poppers. And Mrs. Keller is the worst. And she gets it from her mother, who back in the day when when my brother-in-law, when he was an early teen, like 12, 13, you know when you really get the pimples, like they would pin him down mm. to pop the pimples on him. Because like every teenager got like me. My wife will scour my back yes. just to find pimples to pop. And you're saying yes, like this is a normal thing. Oh, your That's- wife and I have talked about this at length. Absolutely. I mean, it's there's something so satisfying about it. Whew, Dr. Pimple Popper is one of the greatest shows ever. No, it's not. It really is. Was it, was it you or your wife, Mike, that bought the tools to do it? So, so thanks no, to a listener. It, you, yeah, <laughs> no, you did. it was not thanks to a listener. Yes, my, it was. No, my was, wife told you about the pimple popping tools, and she showed you. She sent you the Amazon link, and then you bought the set. Okay, because I, I don't, I. Maybe I'm confusing with something else. I didn't know she gave me the link. I thought a listener gave us the link because we talked about this on the air. But, I mean, when we talked about it on the air, I can't believe the response. I mean, so many people do this. Y'all are freaks. But, but hey, look, we look. I feed my boogers to dogs, so who am I to say That's anything true. about anything? But, like, you're, but see, you're just as... I, the pimple pop, the pus of a zit is grosser than a booger. I'm going to say that right now. I mean, honestly, I adore you, but I couldn't... I don't think I could pop something on your body. But, like, it's my husband, so sure. I feel it's different. So, but there's nothing that grosses me out. I mean, the bigger, the better. When your children become teenagers, maybe get a little acne, are you going to like... Now, does it have to be the back, or will you attack a face? I'm going to tell you why I'm, yes, 100% going to go for it, because my daughter... Have you ever heard of molluscums? Who? Moms have heard of this, molluscums. So it's something that, I don't know, kids get it. Not all kids get it. It's a skin condition where it looks like, for lack of a better way to describe it, it looks like little warts. It's it, they're very tiny and they're they can happen anywhere on a, a kid's body. Well, she had them kind of like down, you know, where your butt and your leg meet that little like cr- crease right there. Yeah. And she had one that was so big, and you could just see what was inside of it, like ready to Ooh. explode. Oh. And my husband and I looked at each other, and we just went in. And she was only like, I don't know three at the time and we didn't give her any warning nothing we just went at it and it popped and it was magnificent that is she screamed she's like what Uh. are you doing (laughs) yeah i know sick and twisted on that note, Sick we certainly, if you're still listening to this podcast oh, at this point, out. this one's done. Boy, we appreciate the heck out of you. The Morning <laughs> After podcast, we record it every Wednesday right after our morning yep. drive here on Q104 in Kansas City. We appreciate you listening. Hey, we appreciate you watching YouTube. there on YouTube. I apologize for my appearance. I woke up really late today, so. Like, 
She she literally wakes up like this, and like there oh, yeah, there so there are there of. are women upon women who are so jealous of the way you look. But like seriously, you gotta come on, girl. Anyway, thanks, Mike. Uh, we'll be Ugh. back. Ne- by the way, when we record next week, yep. it'll be my mother's 60th birthday. Hey, Barb. Hey. Hey, shout hey. out to Barb. Celebrate that. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week.